Hello again, and welcome back to Marketing with Purpose. My name is Monica Pitts, and you know, our businesses are always ebbing and flowing. They come in and out of streams of revenue, and you come up with new ideas, and it's really hard to know where to focus and where to start, especially if you're an ideas person. Because ideas people love that phase. They love the ideas phase. It makes them excited. I'm an ideas person. I love that big picture phase where you're planning and imagining. I have these conversations with my husband and I'll be like, oh, I'm so excited and this and that and this, and then this could be great. And I'm just, I'm like selling myself on this idea. And then he starts howing me. And I'm like, dude, don't how me right now. This is the wow stage, okay? We're wowing. We're getting very excited. But then after that wow phase ends, we need to pick an idea and we need to move forward, right? And picking an idea can feel very, very limiting. If you are one of those people, if you're a pie in the sky or if you have this great idea or maybe lots of great ideas, but you don't know where to start, that's what we're going to do today. A mini consulting session. We are going to talk through it. I'll take you through the way I make those decisions in my business and have since I started my company in 2005 and the same way that I help other businesses and organizations make those decisions for themselves. All you have to do is answer two simple questions that really maybe, I mean, they're pretty simple. Well, you can decide for yourself. Let's get to business. You're on a mission and you just need more people to know about it. And whether you're brand new to marketing or a seasoned pro, we are all looking for answers to make marketing decisions with purpose. I'm Monica Pitts, a techie, crafty business owner, mom, and aerial dancer who solves communication challenges through technology. This podcast is all about digging in and going digital. I'll share my marketing know-how and business experience from almost 20 years of misadventures. I'll be your backup dancer so you can stop doubting and get moving towards marketing with purpose. Now, I really hope that you were not listening to this on your way to work and doing the Monica thing where she like takes notes on the console of her car in the teeny tiny notepad and like almost causes a 10 car pileup. Don't do that because you can absolutely go out to makecreate.com and get all of these tools with links to them online. Like you can, it's, it's totally cool. Just go to the blog. It's there. M-A-Y-E-C-R-E-A-T-E dot com. Dang, my former chilling years are coming out. Hoofta. Now, if you don't know where to focus or where to start, you're not alone. I cannot tell you how often I run across this topic in consulting sessions or when speaking with new entrepreneurs. Like, first, I want to hug them for all of their enthusiasm because I know I've met a kindred spirit. And then I also want to kick them at the same time because. I've been a business owner since 2005, and I very quickly learned that it was my job to make decisions and move forward, and my team was going to respect me more for being able to make a decision and move forward quickly and maybe even fall flat on my face and recoup quickly than they would be for me hemming and hawing and throwing a whole bunch of stuff out there, never actually following through because I've already moved on to the next idea. It can just paralyze your team and the growth of your business because you're not making forward progress. You're just staying put. 
Now, I call these idea folks pie-in-the-skyers, and they're actually terrible to design for because their vision, it just keeps changing. And that's why I so often tell many new service providers starting out, especially those who don't have an idea that the market is already educated about, that they need to keep their design costs on the low side because their entire brand is actually in a process of evolution. They have to first help people identify that they might possibly need this thing or that they have a problem. And then they have to teach them that their product or service is actually the solution. And other people, it's just really straightforward, right? You need a plumber, you need a plumber. But for people who are starting a art studio that's actually cognitive behavioral therapy, that's different, right? People don't know. They, they don't know about you and they don't know how your art can help them heal or solve problems. And there's people doing those types of services all over the universe right now who have this amazing talent and they're sharing it with the world and helping other people become better or solve problems and live a better life. And those are the types of products and services that really get people stumped because there's not a business model for them to look at. There's not a McDonald's for them to draw from, right? You're starting your own thing, your own way, but where do you start? Well, the first thing I would love for you to do is write down your why. Why are you doing this? Because it's really important that you have it documented because as you're going through all these iterations, you can end up down these weird bunny trails and you're doing stuff that doesn't have any relation to where you started. Write down your why and keep it close to you. Understand why you're doing it for yourself, why you're doing it for others, why is it the best way. That's super important because the decisions that you make down the road need to support that why. The next thing I want you to do is to challenge yourself just a little bit because we get these blinders on and we think, well, this is where we need to be. This is this is where I need to go. This this big thing down the road. But we don't always start where we end, right? You don't start training for a half marathon by going out and running 13.1 miles. You start potentially by walking one. Okay. And so growing these new service lines or developing a new business, it's its all about taking baby steps. And what you start doing is maybe not what you will end up doing, but we need to start someplace. So allow yourself to take your blinders off and remove some of your preconceived notions that might be distracting you from seeing this clear path. We all have companies and organizations that we admire, people, thought leaders that we admire. They didn't get there overnight. It wasn't magical. There were baby steps that they took along the way. So the thing that we have to decide right now is what is your first baby step? And to determine your first baby step, of course, you have your why. We just talked about that. And you're going to think about it very open-mindedly, understanding that we're taking this first baby step so we can get to point B, which will be way better than point A because you will have learned lessons through activity A in point A, right? Okay, so I want you to ask yourself, who do I have access to right now? Who are the people that I know that I can bring on board with me that are gonna help me accomplish this mission? Now, by bring on board, I don't necessarily mean 
you're going to hire them or they're going to be part of your team. I mean, who do you know that you can reach out and talk to and meet more people and gain influence that will help you move forward in this baby step? And these people should probably be one of two things. They need to be in great pain and absolutely need you, or they need to absolutely love you. Those are the two things, right? So we want to start where the people are, the people that we have access to. So often I talk to people, especially new entrepreneurs that are trying to help other people or organizations that are trying to help other people. And they're like, I want to help this specific person. The problem is they don't have access to that person yet, but they have access to someone. Who is that someone? We have to meet all the people that we're going to help. So we look at the people that we have and we're like, what are they? Who are they? How can they help me get where I want to go? Is it that they really, really need this service? Well, if they really, really need this service, then do that service first. There you go. Boom. All done. Even if it's not the most glamorous service, even if it's not the idea that really makes you super excited, that might be the next step that you need to take so that way you can generate the revenue that you need to move on to the next step. When I started my business, I was presented with an opportunity to be a in-house marketer for a real estate company. Do I love real estate? No. Do I like taking pictures of homes? No. Do I like open house ads? Absolutely not. Was I going to have a job where I got to meet lots of people who were independently employed, who knew lots of other people in the town who could introduce me to them and I could build websites for them and do graphic design for them? Yes. So that's where I started. It wasn't glamorous, but it was great. Another good example of this is... In 2020, when no one was buying websites, we were like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And we looked around and we said, well, we have a lot of clients and, and we've been in business for a long time and they have old websites and they don't have the money to buy a new website this year, but Google has released so many changes that there's a lot of updates that need to be made on their site just to keep them up and running and keep them moving longer. And so we came up with a plan that was like $500 and reached out to every single client that we had. And we said, hey, let us help you keep your website running so we can get you through this crappy lull in business and we're going to get through it together. And they were like, yes, do it. Was it glamorous? No. I spent hours optimizing websites and <laughs> and figuring out how to get them to load faster, but they needed it, right? And I needed it. I needed something to do because we didn't have it. Now, those are two like not super revolutionary examples, but good examples of making decisions on how to move forward by looking at the people that you have access to right now. In each of those instances, I looked at the people that I had access to right now and I said, you know what, this is the right decision to move forward. And then the other thing that can help you make your decision is gravitating towards those people who absolutely love you. And when I say love you, I don't necessarily mean like they have to be your mother. I mean, these people share the same values as you and they will gravitate towards the mission that you have. Especially with my nonprofit clients who are big picture people, they're like, I want to make this movement. I want to change all this stuff. And 
I know, I know. Dude, I want them to change all this stuff. It would be amazing if they changed people's beliefs and outlooks. But first they have to gather people to them that already believe the same thing so they can push the message out because they don't have the money to just spend a bajillion dollars on an advertising campaign and awareness campaign, but they can attract like people. So if you're trying to decide in that instance, how you're going to get started and what your next move is going to be, focus on the people who already believe the same things that you believe because they're going to be the easiest to attract and help you serve your mission. So you would take those people that already have the like values as you, that you already know, and you would ask them to help you meet more people like them. And you would find a way that you can serve those people through a product or service. And that would be the first step that you take or the next step that you take. And those people will help you change other people's minds and push your movement out. So as you're making your decision of where to start, I want you to look around you and ask yourself, who do I have access to right now? And think about those people. And remember, they're either going to really, really need you and be in a lot of pain and you're going to be able to help them, or they're going to already love you and have the same values as you. And they're going to want to help you get where you want to go. In sales, we call these folks the low-hanging fruit because they're the people that you can reach easiest and fastest and make a big impact quickly because you don't have to change their mind about anything. You don't have to really teach them anything new. They already are ready to go. They're ready to go because they need what you have to sell or they believe the exact same thing that you believe. Now, I told you that there are two questions that you're going to ask yourself. So let's move on to the second one, even though the first one is kind of like two questions in itself. So the second question is you're going to ask yourself, what do I have access to right now to promote this idea, this product, this service, or to attract these people that I need to attract? Because you might not have a huge audience. You might not have a gigantic group of people to ask for business or to ask for help. So in that instance, you're going to have to use the things that you have access to right now to meet those people and bring them in. Now, I still think the first question is the most important of the two because you really want to make sure that when you're making a business decision that you are going after the people who are most likely to close. And those would be the people who really, really need you or the people who really, really love you, right? Those are the people that are most likely to make a change or make a buying decision. But how are you going to communicate with them? That's the next step, right? And if if you don't have them already in your audience, like I just said, you need a way to bring them into your audience. So what do you have access to right now that will allow you to do that? And based on what you have, is it even viable? Like, can you do that? Or is something else going to be a better plan? Do you have people that you already know? Do you have an email list? Are you part of a Facebook group? Are you part of a volunteer organization? Are you in a sorority? Are, do you have uh, Twitter followers? Do you have a blog? Do you have thousands of like people visiting that blog? Like, what do you have? Do you have money? Like these are all assets that you can use to market and meet those people. 
even if your low-hanging fruit are your clients that you can provide this service to that they need right now this instant, if you don't have a way to contact them, then you don't really have access to all those people. So what do you have that you can use to communicate with them? Especially if you're working on a budget, this can really influence your decision about what you're going to do. Because if the resources that you have access to to communicate with people aren't going to allow you to meet the people that you need to meet to get to your end goal, then that end goal might not be the right one right now. It might not be the right first baby step. So use these two questions and weigh them against each other. Ask yourself, who do you have access to right now? Or who has the greatest need? Who loves you the most? And then ask yourself, how can I attract them? And try with the answers to those questions to marry together the right logical answer for your next baby step that's going to get you to where you want to go, which is the great big why at the end of the tunnel. Now, when I'm answering these questions for myself or for a client, I absolutely write all this stuff down. Like I can't just talk it out. I have to be able to see it on paper to be able to understand all my options. And a lot of the times I'll come up with these options and I'll write them down and then I'll walk away from them. And I come back when my enthusiasm is lower (laughs) and see if they still feel right. If I can't resell myself on the concept that I decided on earlier, then it probably isn't the right choice. And if I still like the concept that I decided on earlier, then it's time for me to make my next baby step, which isn't generally spending a boatload of money on something. It's usually testing it out and making a phone call and pitching the idea to people. Ask them for their feedback. What do they think about it? Is it something that they're interested in? Is it something that they would do? Pitch them some prices. Ask them if they think they're too high or too low. The first sets of conversations that you have, they they aren't really sales conversations. They're research. Treat them that way and just be super open and transparent and honest and, and ask people. You can ask people via email. You can ask them on social media. You can ask them on the phone. I love having phone conversations for this very purpose. And even people that know people that might like it are great people to have conversations with. How many times have I said the word people in this podcast? It's absolutely ridiculous. Okay, people, (laughs) that is my thought. So if you have a ton of ideas and you don't know where to focus, I want you to start here. And I want you to ask yourself those two questions. Who do you have access to right now? And what do you have access to right now? And within those two answers, that is going to help you find what to focus on right now to grow your business or start your organization and make that next baby step. And then you can start doing some research. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time today as I philosophized about, is philosophizing even a word? It doesn't really matter. You know what I'm saying. As I got to get all this out and take you through this semi-self-guided consulting experience. Like I said earlier, write it all down. Write down your why, write down your options, weigh them out, do pros and cons. That's the way that I find my answers right there. Answering these two questions and then analyzing. So 
Thank you so much for your time today. If you've enjoyed this podcast or if you've learned a thing or two, then give us a review because I want to help other people just like yourself solve problems in their businesses and learn how to market with purpose. And I can't help people that I don't know. So your review helps me meet more people just like you. So tell me what you think. I'm excited to hear it. And until next time, go forth and market with purpose.